Welcome to the How Great Events Happen podcast. I'm Cody. And I'm Brooke, and we're coming to you today from our respective home offices in Portland, Oregon. Brooke, did you know that CVEN is offering its certification exams at no charge? No way. What's the catch? (laughs) Brooke, there is no catch. From now until August 31st, anyone can certify in any of the CVEN solutions in just a few steps. First, you choose the certification that best suits your skills, then you start studying for the exam. You can join a study group, binge on some online training videos, and take the test on your own time. After that, share your newly earned credentials with your network. Wait, this sounds a little too good to be true. Is this only for hotel and event professionals? Nope, this includes hospitality students as well. You know what, I did hear about this. I heard it also includes the new venue sourcing certification. That's for event planners and organizers who use the Cvent supplier network. Yep, and at no cost. Anyone can get certified by going to cvent.com slash podcast and click on the ad at the top of the page. You don't need a code or special link. This is free to all meetings and hospitality professionals through August 31st. And Cvent is offering free training as well. This is such a great opportunity for meeting planners, suppliers, and even students. Since March, over 12,000 professionals have registered to get certified. You can join them by going to cvent.com slash podcast. We are joined today by our very own Stephen Carroll, Senior Director of Partnerships and Corporate Marketing at Cvent, and his spouse, Bernadette Carroll, a customer engagement marketer for Carfax, to talk to us about their ideas for creating a good life balance with their family while working from home. That's right. They have some really great advice on how to help with schoolwork and what parents can do with their kids at home in the upcoming summer months. Yeah, that's right. So let's hear what Stephen and Bernadette have to say. All right, Stephen and Bernadette, thank you so much for joining the podcast. Can you give us some background on how you came to be the Senior Director of Corporate Marketing and and also the Customer Engagement Marketing for Carfax? Yeah, hey, thanks, Cody. Thanks for having us on. Look, um, I've been in marketing for the past 15 years. I've been working in the travel industry in various different capacities um, at different companies. And now during my time at Cvent, I've had the privilege of working in different capacities. Today, I'm the senior director in corporate marketing, and I lead up our global industry um, partnerships group, which is founded to find win-win relationships with different industry organizations. And I am Bernadette Carroll, and I've also been in marketing for over 15 plus years, and it's always been on the customer engagement side. And currently, I do work for Carfax. Woohoo! <laughs> <laughs> I work on the customer engagement team, and it's all about retaining our customers, especially within these times, you know, it's coming up with different programs and how to keep our customers engaged and using our products. That's awesome. Love the enthusiasm for Carfax. And, you know, I've had the pleasure of working with Steven for many years now, but it's really nice to meet his better half. So it's really great to yeah, meet you. Yeah, nice to meet you. <laughs> I'm assuming she's the better half, Steven. Yes, I am. A hundred percent. I wish I could just lead with her all the time. Things would go a lot better for me. I love that. And, you know, I know you guys, you have a family and, you know, it's been kind of a crazy couple of months, right? It was like almost like one day everything changed. And I have to imagine you're kind of doing some retrospective looking back at those days, that kind of that initial shock. How did you guys adapt to that? Like, what did it look like in your households? You know, it was 
crazy. Like literally one day we were sneaking in our kids' uh, birthday party at a jumping castle. Mm -hmm. Then the next day, nothing. And then right after that, our kids are at home with us and they've been at home with us for the past six weeks straight. So yeah, it was a pretty knife edge cutover in, in terms of uh, adjusting to the new environment. And for me, it was really fun. So like Steven said, you know, Zach had a birthday party just that weekend before we were on stay at home, right? And after that, work kept going and they were at home. So my older daughter, she's pretty much... Um, she could take care of herself. So she kept her schedule. She got up every morning and the schools were great. They kept, her teacher kept sending her daily work. And for my son, Zachary, I probably shouldn't say that, but he's nine and he slept for the first two weeks. So I think yeah. he caught up on his sleep. Yeah. He fully rebelled on the schedule. He fully rebelled. He's like, I don't have to go to school. Uh, there's no schedule. And so literally he just went off he went off the uh, off the uh, rails mm -hmm. and just did his own thing in terms of when he went to bed and when he woke up. And so, you know, having to kind of deal with that, especially when you're, you know, juggling the demands of work, right? So you guys know what happened with work. Literally everyone is working from home. And so you have to really, we had to really focus in on how do we keep up with the changes at work? How do we stay communicative? And how do we, how do we make sure we take care of that first? And then when you come back and swing back to the family, it is, it was very difficult, very difficult. Yeah. And, you know, I'm a part of a few mom groups and I noticed moms immediately we bonded and we came up with online programs for our kids to watch and, you know, to keep their minds going. But I think the real important part of this is you have to know your kid. And just because all the moms are giving your kids all these, you know, great programs doesn't mean my kid would adopt. So I pretty much, I really enjoy it. For Stephen, it may have been difficult, but for me, I really enjoyed being <laughs> at home, giving them breakfast, lunch, and dinner. So we kind of bonded as a family, yeah. but from a work school perspective, like I said, Kaylee, she's, you know, she's the A-type personality, so she kept going. But with Zach, we gave him that time um, knowing that he's his own person to realize what's going on. And we're all in it together. Like everyone was saying, we're all in this together and it's just making sure that he could adapt. And so after the two weeks, I said, okay, enough is enough. You need to get back to your schedule. And that. he has done <laughs> some amazing projects. And so the other thing I'd like to say is knowing your kid, right, is one, and two, this is the time to help develop those interests that they have that probably wouldn't get as developed in class because class is structured and it should be. But Zach is an amazing scientist. Each day after his two weeks sleep in, <laughs> he's just, he went on YouTube and found some nice science projects and he's just been building. I'm like, whatever you do, so just don't cool. tear the house down. Yeah. I love, love that. that. That's so I'm, cool. I'm, I'm more of a Zach. I took about a two week hibernation period <laughs> before I figured it out. Now, Cody is more of the, he's like the arts and crafts. You can see like he has all of these different pots along his window. Yes. So he's started <laughs> making pots and like creating plants and stuff. So yeah. I totally get that. But like, like what you're saying, Bernadette, it's like almost like these, these passions and interests start coming to the surface when you're like, I have to figure out how to entertain myself. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, look, uh, I mean, you know, it wasn't as difficult for that, but I, I think the issue is really like, you know, the big change was like, there's no break. There's no break. 
like normally you, you drive to work, that drive, you can clear your head, you get mm -hmm. into your day, you know, you check in with the family during lunch. And then on the way home, you get to clear your head and then switch from work to family. Once this happens, it's one continuous stream. And so yeah. I kind of equate it to how do you handle the flow? Mm -hmm. You know, I tried everything. Like I'd go get my car, drive around the block, come back, start my day, you know, to try to figure out if that can help. Um, I tried to make sure like toward the end of the day, I went outside and walked back in so I can go like, okay, now I'm with family. But it doesn't work because yeah. your kids see you home and they're like, that's mom and dad. And I know you're on a Zoom with 42 people, but hey, I have this question <laughs> about my uh, boom cards, which is something that our kids use for, for school, or I'm stuck on this math problem. Can you help me? And, you know, you just have to go with it and just realize that, look, um, if you're driven like us, like, 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 like we are, work's important. You put your all into it. You work hard. Um, but you got to realize that um, you're just in a different environment mm -hmm. and you're going to have to allow for those interruptions. And then I kind of like those interruptions. Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 I the math problem, Stephen. <laughs> heart, heart palpitation when you said that, because it was like, yeah. if anybody asked me for like a, a, even like middle school math problem, I'm not sure <laughs> I could fix. Like, how do you guys adapt to that? It's you scary. Common core math, like I don't even know what that is. <laughs> yeah, so 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 look, uh, the kids know because we have different personalities, um, who to go to for what. So I'm a very type A. I think we're all kind of type A, but mm -hmm. uh, I'm kind of an old school. Like, hey, you got to get this down. You got to get it down now. Um, no, no, no playing around. So when it comes to math, it's very interesting. I grew up in a different era. I'm not going to say which era that is. Our kids are now under Common Core. And they teach it in a very different way yeah. that just boggles my mind. But look, they're getting the right answer. So I'm like, I don't know what you did with that fancy division, but you got the right answer. I remember having a knockdown drag off fight with our daughter Kaylee about how to do long division. I'm like, there's no way you could get the answer that way. I don't, what is that? Is that even math? And then I told her, yo, you have to do it this way. She went to school. She came back. She said, this is the way I ate crow. I said, okay, great. This is how you're going to do it. So we've kind of come to um, an agreement that I'm just there to advise and give counsel. I love that. Yeah. So, but, but for <laughs> things like reading, my wife is awesome at doing that with the kids. So what I normally do, you know, just like Steven, the good thing is Steven's office is in the basement. And then my office is upstairs with the sunny windows. And I get to look outside. <laughs> I love that. You get Bernard's the vitamin over D. Here flexing. Yeah. Like, that is great. <laughs> uh, um, between meetings. So now Zach does have a real get up time, which is 9 a.m. And um, my meetings are kind of between early morning and late afternoon. So whenever I'm not having a meeting, I look at my daily schedule and I schedule him to sit next to me while I'm working and he's reading to me. And so if he stumbles over a word, I'm right there to say, okay, spell the word and this is how um, you'll sound it out. So I cover the reading and I cover the writing. And with the writing, I pretty much just pull out an old magazine or I pull out one of our business books and I'll say, hey, Zach, I want you to write this paragraph. And after you write the paragraph, I want you to read it to me and tell me what it means. So in my mind, I'm thinking, you know, I'm giving you real life experiences, guy. Like this is college book you're reading. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And, yeah look, and, and, and another phenomenon, just like in the meetings and events world where people are turning to virtual more and there's a lot of more technology involved, from an education perspective, there's so much more technology. Like literally, I remember 
when my kid needed to log on, this, the, um, the first week that the nation was going uh, mm -hmm. virtual, obviously all those apps crashed and people couldn't get on and having to, to, to go through the myriad of technologies, whether it's Seesaw, different technologies yeah. that the kids were using to get their classes, Boom Cards, Google, Google Classroom, like literally we had to become a distance learning technologist mm -hmm. to help our kids wade through that. Um, it's, it actually was quite interesting to see our kids on their own virtual meetings with their classrooms. Now, they love to come into our office when we're on our meetings mm -hmm. and to kind of, you know, Zoom bomb oh, no. us. But, oh, no, it does not work the other way around. Now, we can't go into their rooms at all. They will shut the computer down, <laughs> turn it off. They don't want their classmates and teachers seeing their parents peeping over their shoulders. I love that. Like, you know, it's, it's fair game, right? Like maybe yeah. you peek your head in and make a little appearance <laughs> into their Zoom call. You said they Zoom bomb you from time to time. I mean, have there been any issues on any of your work calls where they just jump in and say something crazy or, or anything like that? No, but you, you know what? It's funny because I think people are a lot more accepting that kids are going to come in. But one thing that they have taken to is that they will place things behind me that I don't know about. And so I'm having a very serious conversation and there's a big yellow smiley face like behind my office. And then I look and I'm like, oh my gosh, why don't they quit doing that? And so they just put random things in the frame behind me during the meeting. So, you know, it's, 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 it's pretty interesting. Yeah, and, and at Carfax, um, they're pretty much open and it's an engaging environment culture. So where my office is, uh, there's enough space for Zach and Kaylee to kind of hang out but not be seen and I'll need some water and I'll say hey Kaylee Zach you know I'll turn off my camera get me some water and they'll wait till I turn the camera back on and walk in the camera it's like here's your water mom oh, that's good. <laughs> get the credit I like that <laughs> well I know the other thing too is and Cody and I were talking about this last night is it is summer like it is beautiful weather in Portland right now so now it's like whole different dynamic, right? How is that going to work? I mean, school's going to be out at some point. You're still going to have work and there's a good chance everybody's still going to be stuck in the house. Like what, well, what are you yeah, guys look, look uh, that is going to be an issue. So one of the things that we try to do to get ahead of it is we, we have our kids in other type of activities that will continue on through the summer, like our, our child's in Toastmasters. Mm -hmm. uh, I spent a lot of time with my son um, getting his knowledge up around 3D printing. And he started his own uh, 3D printing business, Zach at 3D, where he's um, printing 3D options. And so getting him projects to do. But there's nothing like going outside and playing. And we live in an environment where there is forest nearby. So there's creeks and streams. And so that's a big allure. And one of the things that I um, need to get better about is just making time during the day to say, look, I know you're only you know, nine or 10 and you're cooped up and you need to get outside and then walking outside with him to help him stretch his legs or throw the ball with my daughter and then get back at it from a work perspective. And from my perspective, so Carfax is great. We have Fridays off. And so what I started doing early on. <laughs> I just made a face for everybody who was, was <laughs> jealous, but yes. <laughs> but you know, for me, it helps. Um, I get that full day outside of Saturday and Sunday 
with the kids. And so what I normally do, I started doing on early was on Fridays after they're done with their online class, I would take Zach out and we would play ball, just throw the ball back and forth. And we live in a cul-de-sac, so it helps. Or we would uh, just play basketball without the actual basketball hoop. And then I would let him ride his bike back and forth. But as we go into the summertime, a couple of things we talked about was getting a trampoline. Yeah. Oh, and I think boy. that would be very helpful because they've been asking and I keep looking at the price. That's like, well, maybe somebody could donate one to us. Yeah. Kids graduating. I don't know. Yeah. So look, I I'm going to speak up for dads across America. All right. So with Corona now and everybody's stuck in the house, my honey-do list keeps growing because they see dad and everybody wants dad to do something. <laughs> Can you fix my computer? Can you build some shelves? Can you put up a trampoline? There's a lizard in the garden. There's a lizard in the garden. Can you get the lizard? <laughs> so now instead of having to deal with that, like, you know, in the evenings when I come home on the weekends, it's literally 24 hours nonstop. So I just wanted to put that out there. Dads across America, keep your heads up. <laughs> this will pass. I was going to say, Kaylee, Kaylee and Zach, I think there's a clear divide between trampoline, no trampoline here. So you have some more time. I don't know. I got to tell you guys, I grew up with the trampoline and I, some of my best memories were out there with my brother. So yes. I'm hoping you guys are leaning more towards Thank team you, trampoline. I'm yeah. with you, Bernadette. I got you. you. I got you. Yeah, I, I, I'm sure whoever put that trampoline together for you has memories about pulling that thing together and having it work and all that other stuff. <laughs> Definitely was not me, <laughs> but that's something new that you guys are considering. I mean, have any of your other interests changed in the family over the last couple of months? Anything unexpected? Well, no, look, I think some things have been drawn out of the, out, out more. Like my son has a very um, designer streak in him. He's very creative. Mm -hmm. There's so many models being built and constructed around our house today with uh, tubes, like water, bottles. Tape, water bottles, water bottles. <laughs> Uh, my daughter is, like we said earlier, type A, super organized. She's rearranged her room three different times. And um, she can move quite heavy furniture to our surprise. We were surprised. And, um, and she's taken that organizational knack to other areas of the house. And I'm like, okay, that ends at my office. Uh, you'll need to come in here to help me organize. But I, I think what we've seen is that like some of the really good qualities of them are coming out now. Right. So I have Kaylee in charge of our inventory. So basically, since I have to go grocery shopping, um, I sat with her and made a list of everything from all the groceries that's in the house and have her put it on a spreadsheet by week. She should go through and update. And then she tells me what I need to purchase. And so the second part of that is before COVID-19 happened, she was in charge of our spending, <laughs> our budget for groceries, just kind of teaching her money. So now it's, it's a little bit different. I don't take her out. Actually, she goes, but she stays in the car. Um, so I'm trying to figure out how I could get her up to speed on learning the cost of life. So this is what we pay for mortgage. You know, here's how much is going to groceries and having her see it and actually feeling. So just pulling out their different strengths. Um, and like Steven said, Zach is a great designer. I am shocked. And I will tell you, if we were, if we had left Kaylee and Zach in a home and came home and saw the furniture changed out of thought, someone came in the house and moved the furniture. Yeah. They, I love they, that though. Yeah. Yeah. That, that is like life skills. First of all, that you're teaching her like, 
so impressed, but I totally get that Kaylee moving around the furniture. I used to do that when I was a teenager (laughs) and actually in COVID, I made a huge move from one side of my bed to the other. It was like a big day when I was like, this is happening. Hey, that said something. I don't want to gloss over it. She said inventory and I want people to know it's not like a little cupboard. When COVID came, even before COVID, I'm not going to say we could audition for doomsday preppers or anything like that, but my wife is the supreme prepper. We have enough supplies to last us till like 2022. That's exaggeration. That's exaggeration. But I do buy in bulk because mom is doing the grocery shopping. So how can I buy enough for three months so I don't have to keep going out? That's all it is. I love it. It's a a, a hefty job, right? It's a hefty job to keep track of that. Yeah. Yeah, look, I wouldn't say anything was wrong with it. I just I didn't want to gloss over that. I just don't want to give the wrong impression. Like, we got food stuffed up for two years. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, good point, good point. I don't know. I wish my parents would have put me in charge of inventory growing up. Those are some of the things, some of the life skills that you really need that you don't even know that you need until you're an adult. I love that you guys are doing that. And I love your energy. You guys have such good energy right now. I want to know, how are you guys staying sane right now? I mean, I can only imagine it's, there's a lot of moving parts happening. How are you guys maintaining your sanity? Well, one, you know, the first thing, I think because our offices, we're lucky to have an extra room. So Stephen is in the basement, I'm upstairs and he stays very busy at work during the days. And I don't really see him until maybe six o'clock he'll come up. So in my mind, if I see him running through the house, I'm like, hey, go back to your office. But um, technically, I don't see him on an average day until about six. He'll come upstairs. So I'm thinking he's still at work. So that keeps us um, apart. I'm working with the kids. Our kids are well-mannered. So that helps. But as far as Stephen and I are concerned, you know, we just go with the flow. He's an easy guy. And I'm very easy, too, I think. Yeah, but look, um, in in terms of, like, staying sane, yeah, definitely, right? The separation and being able to kind of create some normalcy there. Yeah. You know, one of the things my wife does is she gardens. Yes. And, like, literally um, with Corona, she has a little bit of extra time. So that means there's a lot more plants, lots more plants, and lots more plants. And... uh, I think on my side, you know, I'm not gonna lie, like Corona, there was something called uh, Corona insomnia, right? So when you first start working, your, your hours and doesn't work. And literally, I was staying up till all hours of the night. I tried my best not to send emails to my teams at like two o'clock in the morning. Um, now, what I try to do is, look, I hit the meetings hard. I take a break. Mm-hmm. Um, I have weights to do jumping jacks. I do anything to kind of get that energy to keep that intensity up because it is hard, like literally um, not working in an office environment, especially if you were a gregarious person like me, I love that face-to-face talking interaction. I'm more of a face-to-face communicator Mm -hmm. and yeah, Zoom is great and and I do do that, but I I do miss that interaction. And so what I try to do is just micro activities to keep myself focused and, and, and energized. So Stephen was saying for me, it's the gardening, right? So normally I do a nice garden and that just gives me um, energy. It takes me away. It's almost like that old commercial Calgon, Calgon, take me away. Well, my garden, I could just be gardening and you're talking to me and I don't even hear you. And so now that it's done, I sometimes sneak out on my patio and just sit for about five, 10 minutes 
and just enjoy the flowers. They are absolutely gorgeous. They're so gorgeous that we have little frogs, we have snails, and we have garden snakes just living in my little tiny habitat. <laughs> it sounds like a honeydew list for me. And Bernadette, it sounds like you should be best friends with Cody, to be honest. I know. <laughs> this is exactly what I've been doing too. My weird obsession with plants, like I can't get over it right now. And I think it's this time of year too. Yes. I mean, we're in June. It's like everything is in bloom. The sky is blue. I love this time of year, no matter what's happening. Mm-hmm. So. And I love your pots too. That is really nice. I'm looking Thank at you. them. Very nice. Yeah, I've, I've had this obsession recently where I pour concrete into molds and make my own pots. Really? And then I paint them at night. Wow. And my evenings, and then I put succulents in them. It's very Portland. Oh, yeah. wow. <laughs> that is awesome. Very yeah, nice. Just, it's something I do to pass the time. And, and that, that's one thing that I've done during, uh, you know, COVID is that I hadn't had much time really to do that on my own. But now that I have all this time to spend by myself, I'm mm-hmm. finding all these new hobbies that I'm, I'm really starting to enjoy. Yeah, I think they were in us. We just didn't have a chance to pull them out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You guys, um, I have loved having you guys on the podcast. This has been such a fun conversation. My favorite question, though, is if, if you had to leave our listeners with just, you know, one piece of advice, our listeners that are maybe working at home with their families, what would that be? Look, um, I think one of the things you have to do is just to realize that even though we are apart, we're still human and you still have opportunities to connect. Mm-hmm. One of the things I really love about my wife is that in her spare time, uh, she's the CEO and founder of the Power Up Women's Conference. And that's something that she's been working on for the past several years to bring, to bring women together, to inspire them to be their best selves. And just being able to continue to do things like that um, gives you a sense of humanity. Um, one of the things that we just did over the past few days was create like a GoFundMe opportunity to help some of the families that are in our school that are in need of help right now. And just finding ways to continue to give back to others and to help others, even though we're apart. Yeah. So thank you, Stephen, for mentioning that. That's another thing that um, I now do more in my spare time. I have been hosting the Power Women's Conference for seven years. It's a place of inspiration. Women from across the country will come right here um, to Leesburg, where we celebrate and uplift each other. The other thing that I do um, 11 years and going is that I'm a blogger. And pretty much I take my life experiences and share that um, with everyone. And if you get something from it, great. If something you could share with someone else. Um, During the COVID um, season, I started a series on hope and faith, right? Because sometimes when times get rough or when you're in a dark space, regardless if you had challenges or not, you know, we always fall back on our faith and having hope. Those are two things that keep us going. So I did a series on my blog um, for that. And then I was on my PTA meeting and I heard about 34 families that are in need and the principal was actually shouldering that burden. So with my PowerPoints conference network, I would just reach out and say, hey, this is something I've chosen to do. If you have any, if you would like to donate, please do. And so I'm excited that within a day we were able to get $500. My goal um, is a thousand. And if you think about it, it's 34 families. And if that's split $25 per family, at yeah. least they could, you know, buy something. Yeah. 
I heard a rumor too that you guys have your own podcast. Is that true? Oh, really? Don't <laughs> <laughs> be so, shy. <laughs> so throughout the different things that we do, like um, we're on different boards, different uh, we serve in different ministry roles at church. Um, so we have uh, done podcasts before, and one of the things that we're doing now is we're going to be leading the uh, family ministry at church. And so one of the things we're going to do to help promote that and market that is to talk about families and how do people come together to enrich each other's lives and to make sure that, um, you know, families are there to care and to support the community and each other. You guys are so awesome. Your relationship goals, right, Cody? Mm -hmm. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> That's exactly what I was thinking. Someday. <laughs> So Brooke, do you think we can put the link to maybe their podcast on our site? What do you yeah, think? or even if people want to help donate, you know, whatever we can do to help get the word out. Sure. Oh, thank you. That would be amazing. Oh my gosh, that would yes. be such a blessing. Yes. Um, just for the, the, the donation, Stephen, you could send it yeah, to them. Definitely. Yeah. And if they want to learn more about Bernadette Carroll, they could always go to BernadetteCarroll.com. That's awesome. That's well, thank you guys so much for joining us today. This was an absolute pleasure. Like, really great way to end the week. Those two were so great to talk to. I'm just imagining Steven driving around the block every morning to trick himself into thinking he's like going to work. I think that was my favorite part of the interview. <laughs> yeah. You know, I think maybe I should give that a shot myself too. And, you know, I personally really hope that Bernadette can talk Steven into getting that trampoline. You know, Brooke, that I'm team Bernadette. A thousand percent. I love those two. And for our audience to get more episodes and exclusive content, you can head on over to cvent.com slash podcast. You'll have the episode descriptions that will have additional resources and links. And if anyone out there has tips or tricks they'd like to share, please let us know by emailing us at podcast at cvent.com. We'd love to have you on the show. And before you know it, we'll have another great episode. So we'll talk to you then. Bye. Bye.